This is Level Up Success Podcast with Neth and Truth. How you doing, everybody? This is the Level Up Success Podcast. And welcome to another episode where we're going to be bringing more knowledge and power to our listening. So tell me, Neth, how are we going to start this show? Hey, what's up, my people? So, yeah, man. So, like I say, um, every time that we are in the podcast, we're here to level up the mindset. Okay, so success means leveling up the mindset. Okay, guys? So, um, today I got uh, the gentleman here who's going to talk a bit about himself. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Lewis. I am a teacher. I am an entrepreneur, and I am ready to take on this podcast first time awesome why don't you talk up a little bit about your background um where where were you born where were you raised okay so i was born here in bronx uh, jacoby hospital to be exact uh but my parents are from the dominican republic um in terms of uh being raised i was raised uh actually part-time here in new york but also in the dominican republic i kept living between both places um uh, between the different school years, uh, I did part of my elementary in here. Most of it I did over there in DR overseas. I came back here to the the states. Uh, I was about I don't want to say in sixth grade, uh, knowing no English, having to learn again. So uh, it's uh, but it was a great experience. I got to learn and assimilate to the culture here of the states but also the one in dr which was great it gave me a different perspective on life and different i think i think you have a great accent bro like for somebody you know i i would i would i would imagine that you you were born here oh thank you it's it's uh it's sometimes uh sometimes it'll change (laughs) (laughs) depending on uh the situation and how stressed and all these different factors but yes okay awesome awesome so um what is it that you're currently doing so I'm currently, my full-time job is I work uh, for the Department of Education, also known as DOE. I'm a teacher, uh, first-year teacher. I just started in September, um, and we're heading to the end of the school year now. So within that role of a teacher, um, there's multiple things. Uh, uh, specifically, I'm a teacher for uh, physical education, or PE. Okay. Um, some people know it as gym. But it's, it's a gym te- teacher. Right. <laughs> gym te- <laughs> just, to, just to clarify that, it's the subject that I teach. It's not my, it's, uh, sorry, it's the place in which I teach. It's not the subject that I teach. But yes, uh, so within the school, I I work as a physical education teacher in elementary school. So I teach every grade level from pre-K, uh, 3K, pre-K, kindergarten, first, second, okay. third Four oh, wow. and fifth so it's eight different grade levels but um yes okay um when 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 you're when you're teaching like is there at, at the point of teaching is there different education levels teaching that you're teaching together or do you teach you know like let's say for instance you're teaching third graders in one period and then fourth graders in one period or you know yeah that's a great question so yes so the way it works is um 
I get assigned a schedule of the week and um, for every period that I teach, I'm teaching a different either grade level or class. Okay. So for example, on let's say on Monday, I, I can teach first, I can teach like a pre-K class and then I could teach um, a third grade class and then a fifth grade class depending on the period. Uh, so it switches up. But essentially by the end of the week, I teach the whole school. Okay, the, I, I asked that for a reason, right? So when, when I used to be um in, well, in my case, in junior high school, they used to have uh, six graders and they used to have eight graders and they would have us playing dodgeball. What, man, six grade against eight? Yes. Oh. Yo, like they I used to- I will be hiding in the Yo, bed. they used to abuse us. Yo, like they were, yo, they, they were already starting to, the, the smirks. Like, yeah, we're about to get these kids. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> that's why I asked the question. You know what I used to do? I used to hide in the back. Like, every time <laughs> yeah. play dodgeball, let me stay in the back because there's no way to catch that boy. And that's part of the reason why we don't longer do dodgeball in the way. Okay, awesome. <laughs> I mean, I mean, which comes to my next question. So, what what activities do you guys do now? Okay, so the dodgeball was one that was uh, banned because apparently there was a lot of concussion, people getting hit in the head. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to have. I mean, it's just memories yeah, back in but, the day. Yo, but, dude, it was bad, man. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yo, nah, man. I mean, I, 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 I do remember this. I do got, I did get excited when I was the eighth grader. Uh, <laughs> payback, <laughs> right? It's my turn now. It's payback, freshmen. It's a payback, though. Oh man, nah, but hey, I mean, it was fun times, but hey, you know that that that's just that's our memories. Yeah, yeah, man. Those are memories, and uh, thank God those are memories. We don't have that anymore, or at least I want to say that. <laughs> I hope yeah. not. But yes, uh, uh, in terms of like what do I teach, it depends. So um, just like a regular classroom teacher or classroom teacher has units and things that they go over, I would do the same. Uh, for example, when we start the school year, it'd be more like making sure that they under as the students understand what is expected of them, the routine, setting the routines. Um, having uh, then transitioning into different activities that are going to be used throughout the school year and okay. then going into actually full-fledged units. Um, whether that be sports-based, so I can go over the skills that they need in each sport. Uh, for example, if we were talking about like soccer is the most popular sports in, in the whole world, um, not in the United States, but in the world. Yeah. And as such, like I would break it down, um, starting first with like something simpler skills like dribbling so grabbing the ball dribbling back and forth with okay. your foot um and then you would move in transition into something like you would move in transition into something like passing right which is yeah. like you having a partner working with somebody else that's already more difficult versus you yourself dribbling um and then like uh whether it's shooting and different like activities which is like the way to kick the ball the proper way so yeah, essentially the way it works is the skill is broken down. And then from then, once you see there's a certain level of mastery, so the kids are are following the activity, then you move on and then you combine it with other skills. Is there like a different process between the youngest one? Like, say you, you start from K to fifth grader? Yes. Um, do the, let me see, does the younger uh, children tend to take longer or will it be the same type of process yes that's a great question so the way it works is like there's a whole manual that's like 
hundreds of pages but uh the that breaks down the the grade level sequence and what you're supposed to teach and how it's supposed to look for each grade level so for example if we were talking about a specific skill like um like dribbling right but this time in basketball so a uh, smaller grade level would they would dribble probably with one hand and okay what yeah. we call the preferred hand which is like you're stronger or used they used to call it dominant hand back in the past but it's the hand that you use to write with etc yeah so they're going to use that hand to dribble in place and this is like a smaller grade level it's like kindergarten first then if you look at your fifth graders it's still dribbling but they can dribble with their preferred or the other non-preferred hand switching and they can walk which is harder to do than dribbling in place no no i figure because like a fifth grader will have the ability to do more than a kindergarten so i wasn't sure if every grade had the goal i guess to yes teach yes that makes sense mm -hmm. oh okay that's, that's nice to yes hear, we Let's call go. we call those an educational grade level outcome which is like what are you supposed to do based on your grade level and your abilities um at the time developmentally Okay. Yeah, so I um I, I actually knew back in the back when I was younger, I knew this this person who became a uh, a PA teacher a PE teacher sorry, and he didn't he didn't have much requirements to to get to that. Is is that still the case? So uh, from my understanding, recently, um, especially here in, with the Department of Education, um. DOE here in, in NYC, New York City, uh, that was changed. So because of that, there's like different programs that came about to help remediate and make sure that every class, every school had at least a PE teacher, physical education teacher. Um, I was actually part of one of those programs or I, we just recently graduated, but it's essentially designed to make sure that every teacher every P a physical education teacher is licensed so under that program i was prepared to be licensed to become a physical education teacher you can no longer have somebody who's not at least in a in new york city school who's not licensed in that area teach that area including specials such as physical education or art or any other subject like music etc i mean it, it it makes sense it, make, it makes perfect sense because if you want to make sure you you know you canceling dodgeball you know, like you want to make sure, you know, like you still got the memory for that dog, man. <laughs> yeah, yo, I think, I think I may have gotten a concussion with that, man. No, that's what I'm saying. And this is why we don't no, do it anymore. I didn't get, I didn't get one, but if it, it, it felt like, it felt like at one point. <laughs> yes, I, no. I, I feel you, especially if like they instead of that, grabbing one of those dodgeballs that are like really light, like grab one of like basketball type. Oh, balls, nah, like, oh nah, right. that's too much. Uh, right there. Yes. No, 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 that, that wouldn't be. I've heard of some crazy stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I could tell you this in 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 my junior high school, uh, yeah. So when we went to the gym, no, but before the gym, they would literally have people play dodgeball with basketballs, bro, and 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 with suicide balls. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, like it was crazy, and I'm like, what, what's wrong with these people? No, we only had used dodgeball. I know yeah. back in my days, but tell me. Oh, go ahead. No, no, back in the days, like. I'm older than him, so damn, I feel old now. <laughs> but no, no, back in the day, they all used dodgeball, basketball for basketball, dodgeball, yeah. 
But well, as soon as they started the dodgeball game, I stayed usually in the back. Oh, man. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah. So, uh, what um has has any... How has COVID-19 affected uh, the physical education? Because... Oh, I'm sorry for interrupting. And I, I only ask that because, you know, like a lot of people had to do remote, uh, remote uh, teaching. And so what happened to the physical ed teachers? That's a great question. So that is something that um, literally when I started the program, we started that same year when COVID started. Um, we were being taught how to be physical education teachers in a environment that was in person. And this program started, our cohort started at the end of January. And then like a month and change later is when COVID started going on. So they, we at the time didn't have like a perfect solution. It was just like, oh, well, this is what you're learning in person. But the reality is that that, that can no longer apply, especially after everyone went remote. So people got creative and a whole bunch of like YouTube channels and different things starting coming up of, about how to teach skills in, a, in an environment that's remote. And because of it, now we have a, a whole like library of different things. There's like these things called PE runs, which is like, it's very interactive. The kids love it. And especially when I started at the beginning of the school year, something that I used at one point, especially when the cases were very high around like, when I say um, November, December, yeah. early January's, it's like something that I relied heavily on because we were not supposed to, and we were not, and I follow those rules. We were not touching equipments. It was something that was out of hands. It's like, how do you do PE without touching equipment? Yeah. Well, I I uh, got on an Uber, bought a TV from home, and um, put that on and used my computer to set it up. Okay. And set up a system that um i can have i can create my lesson ahead of time and i'll have these videos that i can use and everybody can follow from their spots so i would have my class organized in rows right they would have yeah. and i make sure at the time that we had at least a three feet and over this was the requirement from the cdc okay and everybody had a mask etc of course we don't have those requirements now but we had them back then and then we would do the activity um, activities uh, included like the PE runs were my go-to personally. I'm sure there's a lot of PE teachers that had different activities, but those were great because they didn't have to necessarily run out outside. Like they can do the activity from place. There was a TV in the middle displaying my computer screen. And then like, it would give you the commands, very interactive. It could have been like, r like run in place. So you're running in place, jump, duck, slide to the right, slide to the left crisscross like oh, wow. very okay. simple things and the kids were like super highly engaged um so uh, it's it's also something to say about like the current state of education with regards to remote the fact is that our kids um they they've developed it embraced it like okay. we are so used to having technologies all the time so for better or worse the reality is that this is what happened in in many classrooms and it's something that worked that's awesome, man. I mean, it's awesome. You got, I mean, you had to adapt, right? So my, um, being that, I mean, damn, it, it's, it's very challenging now, um, what you has ha had to go through, right? So, I mean, I'm imagining that if, if now you have to get, uh, a license for it, I mean, you, the salary has to be higher, right? In terms of salary for a physical education teacher, we get paid 
just like a regular class or, or, or any teacher in the building. Yeah, no. What, what, and what I mean to say is uh, comparing to before where you didn't need to get a license. I would not have that information at okay. hand, but um, I'm going to take a guess and say yes. Yeah, yeah. Now we, we, we're going to look that up. Uh, yeah, we make yeah. sure I think that program if on our YouTube channel, I usually put it on. Yeah, yeah. No, th that's definitely good to know. But it, it would make sense because because I have a license now, just like a teacher does in any yeah. other subject area, you would think that the yeah. the pay would be. Yeah, because from, from my understanding, um, they did get paid less. Uh, P PE teachers got paid less in, in my time. Yeah, you know because like I said, I I knew a friend of mine that that he, that he did that. All right, so um, what uh like my question now would be, I know that um students learn from you. Do you learn from your students? Absolutely, all the time. Especially when I first started, and I still do. I find myself learning all the times. Sometimes I'll come up with an activity and a student would give me a suggestion or they would say like, oh, can we do this, this and this way? I'm like, I'll stop and think about it. I don't like shutting down students. Sometimes it's not the best idea. But other times it's like, you know what? That's a great idea. We either may incorporate it and do it now or we may just incorporate and develop it more and do it into another lesson. Okay. So absolutely. I've gotten some great idea from students um, and just like it's it, in learning, you will teach, and in teaching, you will learn. That's the yeah. saying that goes, and I absolutely agree with that. Uh, I, when I stand in front of my kids, uh, students, I don't, ex yes, I am the subject master, right? I know this, this, and that, but yeah. there's also this thing called perspective. They'll bring something into consideration, and you're like, oh, they're seeing it from a different lens, and then you're going to find that in every area in life. Yeah. Whether it's teaching, whether it's anything else, you're going to have people that have different perspective our job is to listen to that and we don't always have to take in and internalize and apply it but listening and you can find yourself in 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 a you can you can do yourself great service by doing that in life yeah yeah no no excellent excellent so hey um besides teaching you know um is there anything else that you're that you're actually working on so yes so i in addition to teaching um, I also recently became an Airbnb host. Okay. Um, that came out. Uh, it wasn't originally the plan. It just happened to work out that way. But um, it's something that as an outcome because of that, it's something that I'm considering on developing more and uh, in the future, hopefully scaling more. So currently I just I have one home uh, in a different state. Uh, and the way it works is like it, at first it was really challenging it was just a lot of back and forth uh trying to find it because if especially you're in another state right how do you manage a property yeah and the thing is everything is different from new york so and i, I get it because i'm my father own a house in another state and i'm in the process of getting but yeah everything is so different you'd be surprised right there's stuff you could do here that you cannot do over there. Stuff you could do there you cannot do over here. So, and nah, um, but the uh, A&B part, I need to know more about it. I'm more into renting, I guess, like rental unit. But it's, it's interesting. How how do you get into it? Like um, so yes, so uh, well, we said Airbnb. Technically, the term would be short term renting versus long term renting. Yeah, because Airbnb is a platform. Uh, specifically that most people know and are familiar with but there's multiple other ones but yes um 
how did I get into it? So I was in the sh- situation where I originally bought this property um, for another purpose, and then that did not work through. So I was like, okay, I have this house now. What am I, especially uh, my original plan was to go and move into the home. Okay. And I did that for about a month. Uh, but then I got a job offer, which is the teaching offer here. Okay. And it's like, okay, so what do I do with the house now? I got an offer. I'm going to start like in three weeks. What do I do? Yeah, yeah. So I was looking into different uh, venues, resources online and stuff. And then I ran into like um, Airbnb and like just, oh, like this could work out. Um, what's the process? The process to start out is actually really simple uh, in terms of listing it at least. Um, it, it's not very complicated. You just have to like, you know, take pictures of the property, list what it is. Like, for example, let's say it's a two bedroom, two bath, et cetera. List that, take pictures, put it on, make sure that there's, um, you have evidence to back it up that that's your, either your property or that you're managing it. Cause it doesn't, you don't have to own it. Oh, wow. It's, it's, it's funny. It's funny how that works, right? Because, um, you wasn't even thinking about putting it into B, uh, BNB, but uh, you got caught in a situation. You basically did what you did for your purpose, and now you had to find a solution, and you found it within the Airbnb. So, that I mean, that's 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 pretty dope, in my opinion. Yes, you know it I mean? is. And do you feel that you want to, uh, like, proceed in that, or, you know, like, what, what do you think the outcome of that was for you? Yes, absolutely. I, I came into it not necessarily like this was not like what i intended to but it's definitely something i can see myself in the future scaling up and possibly owning two to three even four more different properties where i can do this with um, perhaps in different locations but um it's definitely something that it was challenging at first like most things when you start it's not going to be easy it's it's not it's that's the reality of things when you start something it's it can be difficult but it was it's been rewarding and I have a great team that that it's in charge of that, like whether it's the maintenance, physical, the property, making sure that when people check in, things are the way they're supposed to be. Um, and and they take care of the property itself and then and and also the business in that regard. Okay. So you say you have a team. So the team, do you actually do they take like a commission or the part or do they work let me put a different word. Um you got to worry about anything, just uh, just getting the money, right? So they're going to take a commission out of maintaining your home. And get, do they help also getting the clientele for your home? Because I know when you rent a B&B, it's usually for a day or two. And I was... So well, I, I think what you're trying to get at is yeah. like, who, who's who, like, do they take care of the management of everything? You just have the property... Right. Yeah, that's the yeah, main yeah. point. I haven't surrendered the full management of it, but I delegate. I have different people doing different things. So okay. I overall see the listing and everything. I'm still in charge of that. I'm. I thought about potentially like passing that on, but not yet. I also part of the development of the process, learning and working with it. I'm still okay. involved with that. Um, once I feel comfortable, you know, that I can do that and not have to worry about it then I can I can proceed that way. But what I do is I have very specific people doing specific tasks. For, so I, for example, I have a pool. So I have a person in charge of the pool. There's a person in charge of making sure that the cleaning of the property, every time somebody checks in, 
it's done correctly and have somebody in charge of like maintenance in general if like let's say something messes up or the a door or something a lock a locksmith also because i have one of those electronic locks okay. and it's a blessing but it uh, sometimes it, it's <laughs> oh, technology so, yeah yeah no, i thought you were using like a uh, like a company so you just how you meet different people to do different yes parts. different people doing different parts okay, yes. because okay. i know that i think the property manager be doing that it's like a company they be doing stuff like that they they take a certain commission and they handle everything so i thought you was talking about that first okay but, but yeah, it wasn't the case right in this case yeah. no. no so what i have instead of paying somebody like a commission or a percentage i pay them for the specific role like at the rate that we agreed to no no that's fine yeah so you're doing at least you on top of everything you know what's going on that's a good thing about that process yes okay. oh wow mm -hmm. no that's pretty dope man so uh i mean it, you seem like you you have you're a person who has purpose right i mean from the segment that i hear it's like you have you have basically planned out what it is that you uh, want to do for yourself obviously you're gonna go through obstacles while you're learning but you're 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 in the process of learning and actually you're in a path am i correct with that assessment so yes it's uh, it's a path uh i wouldn't say i've learned from an earlier age level to like always like it has to be a certain way though there's a path there's a vision there's a goal i've learned that the way of getting around to your goal doesn't have to be in a specific way yeah if you built yourself that way some, you're gonna go through a lot of hardships and i learned that very early on okay. like i've had goal x y and z and then like it had to be done though in this specific way and it didn't work that way and then what happened well this didn't work this way i'm gonna deviate from that goal so what i see is like i have a purpose i have a goal i have a vision of what i want to accomplish where i want to be for example let's say 10 to 15 years from now i would like the option or at least 10 years from now let's say i would like the option to not have to right i don't have to be retired but yeah. i'll be having enough income and sources where if i wanted to i can so that is a goal there's many ways of going about that like whether it be through venues such as airbnb whether it be investment and whether it be like stocks etc there's many ways that you can go about or yeah. long-term rental right not just short short-term rental yeah. uh there's many ways that you can invest and get to your goal um so i don't necessarily like plan like have to have it up to like a t like just planned out that way but uh that is the goal so anything that helps and propels me to that goal i make sure that i'm following and i'm going down that path okay. so now th there's one thing that i, I kind of like to do and I, i know that you kind of answered uh the your question about um your goals but i i kind of like do this section to kind of um get people to be accountable for the goals that they want to that they want to meet right so my first question is um uh, for the next year do you have a goal in mind what will be your goal at the end of this year that you want that you would like to accomplish so actually when i um when i the year last year ended i had two goals that i like talked about put it up in the air there's multiple other goals i have not talked about with individuals yeah. but those two goals were like i wanted to finish uh the master degrees that i was doing which i just wrapped up okay. and finished in may and i also wanted to incorporate it because i i started with airbnb but i i don't want to say it's not official but it, it is but yeah. it's i want to take it a step further like making it into like an llc or or, yeah. or corporation 
in which yeah an yeah, s corp in which i can like um just scale it more uh but also um, manage other properties like i probably not a liberty to talk about that yet yeah yeah but the uh, the point is that i i don't want to just make it into something that's here like within the united states also potentially internationally yes, having yes. having that venue open up which i'm hopefully going to work on that this summer okay i the the, the goal is there i don't want to talk too much about <laughs> yeah, it because yeah, no, when no, you no, talk not. about your plans you yeah, know yeah, sometimes no, no, no. you yeah. don't have to you don't want but to run do, into specifics yeah and you're doing it by step because yeah. i know people they have their goal and they jump a couple of steps exactly. i can see it right yeah, now yeah. that you're doing it by step so you yeah. already have everything planned out Ex that's the best way to achieve your goal by doing it by step yes. yeah exactly so well um my last question i guess would be i know you talked about 15 years from now like um do you do you have a vision for yourself in the next 20 years i mean at, at this point i imagine you want to be retired <laughs> and 20 years from now I could be, uh, yeah. That would that that would that would be an option. But um, they all say like, if you truly love and like what you do, like it wouldn't feel like work. So maybe who knows? I could have the more than be actually the actual action of being retired. I just want to have the choice yes. and know that if I wanted to at yeah. any moment, I can. But I like what I do so much that I don't have to. Or that's I'm that's not, a, that's yes. an awesome answer. I mean, we uh, and, and that's what me and Truth we talked about as far as this podcast. I mean, because we did talk. He, he wants to retire like in ten years, and I'm like, well, if we're doing this and this is something that we love, we could still do this and have the option to retire. Yeah, I you mean, know what I mean. But you know, that, and that's what we really want no, in reality. Yeah, yeah. But like I was saying, I, I, a lot of people got the mindset to retire sixty five. Just work, work, work. Then I they just working just to work, and they retire sixty five. But like you said, if you you want to have the option, maybe ten or fifteen years, or if, if it could be sooner, even better, have the option there. If you want to retire right now, you could do it and still enjoy what you want to do. Yes, and then to also further answer the question, um, where do I see myself? Hopefully, uh, by then I would have something more involving all of my passions. So I'm very passionate about health, um, fitness, but also education. Um, so. In being involved whether it be on the day-to-day -day operations of or just being the founder of something that involve all of that i have some ideas again but yeah, those yeah. are ideas no, no, i'm no, going to no, keep them until i develop them until i develop them but um the point is that i do want to be involved with something that it's i i love creating even though like i can be great at let's say teaching i'm 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 in the teaching field i teach and i work for an organization i also want to know that i created something that is outside of just yeah. like I, I create when I teach, when I create my lesson plans and stuff, but I also want to create and know that I have this entity that was uh, created because of the efforts that I put in, but also other people, potentially associates. So that's what I want to do. So do you, do, sorry, do you still have a vision or let's say, let's say you got the option to retire. Do you still have the vision with work with education? You see, yes, education will always be ingrained in me. It's like something that I've, um, very grateful for the opportunity um, and it's something that I that I believe is strongly it, it, whether like in different venues or different capacities it's something that it's needed it's something that um, right now the field of education is 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 going through a lot there's a lot of things going um, I don't want to get into the details but we know we all see the news we've heard yeah 
Um, but the point is that um, there, I, hopefully I can also be part of that reform to change that needs to happen um, so that it, you know, things can change. There should, above all, education. Um, I know I've heard and I have a lot of people talk about how education, uh, although very important, we want to address other things. We want to address safety. We want to address these things, make sure that people feel safe where they are. Yes. Um, without getting, again, much into the details because I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> but yeah, we yes. Yeah. Hey, so my, my question to you is, I mean, we all understand that education is very important. You get that. Uh, why is it so important to you? Like, did you go through an obstacle? Did you see something that you was just like, you know what? This is the field I wanna, I wanna get into. So yes, um, education is very dear to me because it allowed me that opportunity. It allowed me the opportunity to become more than what I expected I could. It allowed me, like initially growing up, the, rea the reality is that uh, I come from a single parent household. Uh, so, uh, what a lot of people call low socioeconomic status, uh, kid uh, who was originally from the projects, et cetera. All these things that necessarily there's like so many statistics that speak about like how that goes against like yeah. you know like yeah. oh you're not even supposed to make it past high school you're not even supposed to there's like a 66 percent chance that this isn't that there's a 95 percent chance you won't even graduate from college and mm -hmm. i've done all of that i i high school college i mean has it been easy like there's been struggle along yeah. the way of course but like you just kind of have to want it and find the re find the way because i i didn't i i never had anybody like I never had specific individuals or like people sometimes like mentors, et cetera. Like I've had to develop this. I've had to find the way, the resource. I'm very grateful for also living in the age that we live with the internet. Yes, yes. It has been a great help. Mm -hmm. But um, just like scaling through the system, again, high school, college, master number one, master number two. Um, the point is that you it's something that it's very dear to me i've been involved with it i've just recently stopped being a student and who knows maybe i'll be one in the future again but you never <laughs> yeah. stop being a student in life of course which of course. is important which is like the point that i want to bring home whether it's a formal education it doesn't have to be you don't have to follow the same path that i did right you can you are very welcome to do your own path and encouraged to but uh making sure that you education is important it doesn't have to be just formal you just have to find resources you have to find a way to get to where you need and for you to do that you have to f become educated in that specific area yeah yeah all right awesome man um i just want to take this time to actually congratulate you man because i know i know that you I know it was tough for you to to get all these uh, accolades and um and to graduate, man. I, I know I know it was tough because I, I remember I remember seeing you struggling, man. And you know and I, and and I know that it, it must have been uplifting to actually get to the finish line. It is. Right? It's, it seemed like it took a while, but it's uh, it's part of the process, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, you, you, uh, he's right because that's like you said. That's too many people. I shouldn't finish in college or can you get a degree so yeah and no and, and most importantly he 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 has like a, a a drive because that's 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 one thing like people graduate and they don't have no purpose it's like they just graduate what now and they they don't and they don't they don't like have the mindset to where to go next and then they end up working for starbucks and now you have a a, a, a huge uh 
a, a huge debt. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> oh, you have to be smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah, because I got my social, when I got my social degree, I spent like three years working in retail. Uh, so mm-hmm. I understand that part. And probably it was also probably it was my fault because yeah. I, I think you know where to go after that. But yeah. once I found a job where within the field that I started, mm-hmm. I was doing pretty real good. I mean, it was a struggle at first because I wasn't making. It's funny, says you go have experience, they pay you the minimum, so yeah. that's the thing. <laughs> it happened, but once yeah. I, I gained the experience, I started making good money. Yeah, you say I was yeah. making real good, so that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. You gotta have the drive, like you say. I was, I yeah. think he had the drive as long as I got my degree. It's, uh, that was kind of my fault, too. Yeah, so I, I, I heard you say that you didn't have any mentors back then to get you to where you are now, but as far as right now. Do you have any mentors, um, anybody that you follow as of right now? In terms of, a, I guess, a, what you would think like an official mentor, somebody you speak to and stuff, I, I don't necessarily do that or have that. What, again, just being an informed citizen, like if I'm interested in X, Y, and Z, I look up these things, right? And I yeah. find ways to find it. And whether it's like, uh, again youtube all these like different sources like people always knock and like oh youtube funny cats this isn't that music <laughs> etc yeah. yes there is that but it's a tool and it has a lot of an educational tool if you use it, it as definitely such. is there is so many things like it during the pandemic is. for example um i didn't feel comfortable um, uh from a financial literacy standpoint so i took that opportunity like during the pandemic and the extra time that I had with certain things to educate myself more into it. And it's that, that took like a couple of months, but I was like, wow, like what I know now, like I wish I would have known when I was like in my early twenties versus like late twenties. It, it always be like that. Man. It always be like that. It's like, <laughs> I already told, say that same story on another yeah. episode. Like I learned so much stuff in, the, in my thirties that I wish I would go know my twenty. I would be ahead. So yes. <laughs> yeah, but like sometimes you you could say that that you wish you would have learned that at twenty, but were you ready to receive it at twenty? And Which that's is a, another yeah. fair point. Yes, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Were you ready? Perhaps, perhaps not. Like Maybe, we all mature yeah. a different level. <laughs> well, th- this is what I do know. Um, if you're surrounded by a circle of people that are achieving what it is that you want to achieve well actually even if you don't want to achieve it you're, you're, you're ingrained in the circle and, and you do achieve it faster so so for instance like if you're 20 and now you're surrounded by all these people that are, you know are looking into doing airbnb are looking into do educational system and it's something that you say you know i could do that it's, it's there's a bigger chance of you learning earlier and actually making it so that that's and that's one of the problems that we have in this society man that's that is one of the problems that we have that you know like we might want to we might have a dream we want to do something but then we get limited by what's in our surroundings and this is something that we want to help stop you know what i mean like little by little one person at a time so um uh, before you know i let you go uh you have any um you have any hobbies like you know because somebody who works hard to achieve something needs to have some type of hobby to to have some type of sanity <laughs> within you know within them because i know it'd be i know it'd, i know it'd be tough oh yes uh for me it's uh currently dancing uh it's something that i've uh i've got back into it recently again um 
I left it for a little bit, especially with the COVID pandemic and stuff. And now I'm back into it again. Um, but it's also like even my hobbies, like if I think about it, they're like related to somehow like with what I do. So, for example, I'm in a school. I'm a physical education teacher, but like I also run an after school program and I teach kids like dance and stuff okay so like it's what i even my hobbies like for me they're like purposeful in the sense that yes this is something that i like but how can i use it like for something so in this case i use it with um the kids like even that that's a whole unit that i can teach in the school year if i decided to i didn't this year but i can do it in years to come also and like what I mentioned with the after school, um, I already have like fourth graders that are doing like in a routine and stuff. Hopefully I will finish it about like in two weeks or so. I'm very happy with the way it's coming. It's just look, it's looking nice. But um, again, it's that's one of my main ones. Um, when I um, also with regarding the Airbnb and host, like the concept of hosting was something that I was like, I got very into. Yeah. It's like, you know, if you're doing this, if you're providing this service, it's just not like, like you mentioned, like with long term rental, it's like there's a house, you're renting, like you got to fix everything, right? You got to, it's it's your property once yeah, I rent yeah, it to you. Yeah, it's my I got to fix it. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but with hosting, it's like, oh, you want to provide an experience. So that's like, I guess the major difference apart from the short versus long term rental, mm -hmm. right? So short being like, like you said, a couple of days, but it's not necessarily like I've actually had clients um who have stayed for like three months so i still like yeah so it well, doesn't I have to yes you could do that yes wrong. so I, I heard it you said it a couple of times but i wanted to bring that up that it doesn't necessarily have to be a uh, short-term rental for a couple of days i've had people come in and check it literally for one day a couple of days a week two weeks three i had somebody stay for like over three months so it can happen as long as you allow it, of course. No, no, of course. But I, I don't know. From from straight reason, I had a mindset that Airbnb is only for a couple of days. No, I mean that is normal to think that because when you think in Airbnb, it's like instead of going to a hotel, yeah, you know, like a resort. Let's just go to Airbnb because it's more economical. Yeah, definitely. But right. see, so. that's something new that I think you know. So you bring knowledge and power to our listeners. So that's good, though. Yes. Yeah, man. No, that's, that's <laughs> definitely like, dope. Some people see it like that as more economic, but some people like also want to have a home feeling. If you're going to be in some place for three months, right? It's not long enough where you can rent out for a year, but um, but you want to feel like you're at home versus a hotel. Sometimes in a hotel, like it, it can like depending on the situation, be more cost effective. Um, not always, most likely not, but sometimes it can. But the reality is, like, some people want that. Like, you're gonna come in with your family, right? Let's say, um, a spouse, a pair of spouse. I don't want to generalize genders, but a, a pair of spouse, kids, you probably want to feel at home if you're gonna stay at a place for a couple of days versus, um, you know, staying at a hotel where it doesn't feel like a home. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. Not comfortable. Yeah, it's providing yeah, an experience no. in that case. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So, uh, yeah, man. No, hey, it was it was great having you, man. We did we did learn a lot from you. Uh, I want to thank you again for for passing by, and you know, giving us some of your knowledge, man. Thank you for having me. And one last thing, I wanted to um, bring up. I heard uh, with the educational system, people getting into schools, getting into a whole bunch of debt. Please be smart about that. Yes, education, formal education, I agree with it, but do your research. Yeah. Don't just sign up for a program. Get into a whole bunch of 
thousands of dollars in debt and then like not know what's gonna happen afterwards. Yeah. There's there's ways around that. I made it my goal, especially like when I went to school to make sure and I've gone through like later I did a, uh my did my bachelor's and two masters. I do not own a single dime. I didn't own a single dime. Like I made sure that these programs that I got into were either subsidized that it can be paid as you went or that it's t- money taken off of like your paycheck which is like the situation with the teaching program that i did but like i'm not owing money and like paying it you know you want to wrap it up yes um like i would say if you like what you're listening to just make sure you let a friend know that we are on platform as spotify to win radio iheart radio apple podcast google podcast Oh, if you go on to hear it, we still on YouTube, so we everywhere. And hope you love it, and make sure you share it and subscribe. Thanks. All right. So, um, deuces. Peace out. Deuce. <laughs>